You're listening to Christmas on 7 Sport. Good morning. Welcome along. Bertie's for Breakfast live this Saturday morning. It's the final live show of 2023. We are breaking up for Christmas. School's out nearly for us here on, on 7 Sport. You know, it, we're just very busy in terms of getting everything ready on the website for the Christmas content that is to come. So I fancy a Saturday off next week. Uh, you know, I, I mean, if you're listening to this, you you know that I've had a couple of Saturdays off in the last month or so, just been a busy man. So deciding to, to have this one as the last live one, we've got a special coming up on the 23rd of December, which is the best bits of the first half of the season here on the live breakfast show. Now, uh, obviously, <laughs> it was always going to be talked about, but last night I was at Long Levens versus Mangotsfield United, and unfortunately, the game was abandoned a few weeks ago on this programme. I declared, much to no one's surprise, that Brad Martin is my favourite player locally to watch, and unfortunately, he suffered uh, a nasty injury last night, and it's been confirmed he has uh, suffered a double leg break. So I uh, have to, you know, start the show by just giving him all the love support to not just him but the family as well especially this time of year um brad's been a a good friend of mine for for a number of years since sort of started doing uh the lower levels you don't like to see anyone get injured especially someone like that young family as well so we wish brad all the best of luck and uh hope there isn't the end of him on the pitch but it did look like a nasty injury last night and it, it did uh you know dampen the mood of everybody there which is unfortunate to say the least but, you know, Long Levens is a great club and the people around him will, will keep his spirits high. And that's the, the most important thing at this moment in time. Now, the programme today, if you want to get in contact with us throughout and also during the week following listening to this again, uh, you can do on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it nowadays, at 7sport, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, info at 7sport.co.uk on the email. And a reminder that the programme... As with all of our broadcasts this season, are sponsored by SoFab Sports, SoFabSports.co.uk, for all of your sportswear needs, particularly around this busy Christmas period. Uh, they've got great offers going on at the moment. Did loads of uh, Black Friday sales. They'll be looking at uh, getting the Christmas uh, merchandise sent out as much as possible. And if you want to save yourself twenty percent this Christmas and also all year round, when you're at the online checkout. Just put in the code 7SPORT20 and you'll receive 20% off. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Coming up on today's programme, we have a busy show uh, for a final show of the, of, of, the, of the calendar year. You know, when you're, when you're at school and you uh, were breaking up for Christmas, sometimes you were allowed to take board game in. You're allowed to, you know, take it a bit easier. Not today. We've got a full programme for you. We have Tiffington Rocks manager Steve Farr. Coming up on the programme about 25 past nine and about quarter two, depends what time he wakes up really, uh, Broomsgrove and Frep striker Harley Price will be on the programme and in a short period, uh, a short period, in a short moment's time, I will have a Christmas preview for you. We've been dishing out the Christmas previews over the last few episodes of Late to the Party just to give uh, to Buddies for Breakfast. I'm used to doing my Dean radio show, so that's complete mind uh, numbingness there. So... Uh, yeah, for, on, on Betty's for Breakfast, we have had previews for the Christmas uh, content. 12 games of Christmas, I've unveiled the full list. You can see that on 7 of all of the content that we've got going on the website over the next few weeks. And um, 
yeah, 12 games to Christmas. We've had the, the previews over the last few weeks. We've got Carl Nash, Dursley Town manager, uh, talking to me about uh, one of his matches, which was playing for Gloucester City, which I didn't know until just... I was sort of reading up on, on Nashy before we started recording, and I saw what he did used to play for City. I never knew that. So spoke to him about it. And uh, yeah, he, he goes through that, and it's a good chat about that, and and obviously life at Dursley and the expectations at at the football club. So we'll have that in about ten minutes' time for you to enjoy. But it's been raining this morning, so yeah, it was frozen pitches last week. Might be another case of waterlogged pitches this week. There will be pitch inspections all morning. There have been some that have taken place overnight uh, over the country. I imagine there's going to be plenty of tweets to keep me busy uh, AM to to make sure some games get on. I'd like to think I can get to a game today. That is the main focus, the main task of today. I've not got a women's game tomorrow. I've got a day off to to spend dedicated to the Christmas content, getting it all set up on the website, everything uploaded that needs to be. um, So we're in a good position before I go away for Christmas. So fingers crossed we still get to a game today. So, as ever, we always run through the fixtures. Some people find it boring. Just enjoy it. Uh, we've got League One, Bristol Rovers versus Cheltenham Town. That is a small game in League One. No, massive game for Bristol Rovers and Cheltenham in that one. League Two, there's also a big game for Forest Green Rovers. They play Wrexham in uh, what has been described by Sam Yap on the Seven Sport website this week as a blockbuster fixture. Hollywood is in town, of course, so check that out on the website. You can give that a read. Sam Yap's new section called Sam Section, an original title I know. Uh, he's looking ahead to... Forest Green Wrexham and also Hartbury University's fixture against Clanfield in Hellenic 1, which we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, in the FA Trophy, Gloucester City are away from home. They're against Chippenham Town. Gloucester secured their third win in a row in midweek in the County Cup against Bristol Rovers Development. So they'll be going to that one on a high, looking to keep building their momentum. That's what Gloucester City need to do. They're winning in Cups. They've won a game in the league. If they win again in a trophy, and it'll be a good win as well, Chippenham, then, uh, yeah, the, the confidence will be high. Uh, it's only seven League Division 1 South action. Siren not in action today. Bishop's Cleaver at home to Mousehole and Evesham United versus Poulton. You would imagine both of those games would be on Cleaver, of course, on the all-weather. Uh, Evesham, usually not as heavy rain up there, and they keep the grass longer at the Jubilee. So, yeah, hopefully that one will be on as well. Uh, in the Hellenic Prem, of course, the game last night was abandoned. Uh, Sinford Town play Corsham Town. That inspection is going to be at half ten uh, this morning. I saw that on Twitter this morning. Uh, Hereford Lads Club versus Fairford Town. Lydney Town versus Roman Glass. Tuffley versus Slimbridge. Now, if fingers crossed, all goes to plan. That will be the game that we go to today. Uh, other than that, it's Worcester Raiders versus Brimscombe and Frupp. We'll talk to Harley Price about that fixture later on. In Hellenic Div 1, it's FC Bristol versus Cheltenham Saracens. Hartbury against Clanfield, as we said, that's a top-of-the-table clash. Uh, as Clanfield do sit top of the league, but Hartbury can mightily close the gap and they have games in hand. So a big win for Hartbury, that would be today. Kidlington Reserves versus Newman Town, Morton Rangers versus Stonehouse Town, and Southern United versus Tillington Rocks. Of course, we'll speak to Steve Farr about that one. In Hellenic Div 2, uh, University of Bristol versus Gloucester City Development, that's a 2 o'clock kickoff. Shipston Excelsior versus Bolton Rovers Reserves, that is a 2.15 kickoff. And Fairford Town Reserves versus Bishop's Cleave Development. 
there's also a President's Cup uh, Challenge Cup game, Newman Town Development versus Cinderford Town Reserves. In the County League, Avonmouth versus Ormondsbury, Broadwell versus Rocklees, uh, Bromley Heath versus Sharpness, Frampton versus Hardwick, Little Stoke versus Hannam, Quedgley versus Wick, Ruridine Hill versus Gala, and Stoke Gifford versus Cheltenham Civil Service. Uh, there's a full set of fixtures. In the Northern Senior League, Smith's Barometrics versus Long Levens Reserves. That was played last night at Bishop's Cleeve. Uh, Long Levens Reserves winning that four goals to nil. Luke Kavanagh scored. Unbelievable. Uh, Breedon versus Dursley Town. Brockworth Albion versus Stonehouse Town Reserves. Another potential game I could get to. Uh, Charlford versus English Bickner. Charfield versus Lydney Town Reserves. FC Lakeside versus Barclay Town. Tewkesbury versus Bybury. And Wollaston versus Treadworth. In Division 2, Cheltenham Civil Service play Leonard Stanley. Gala Reserves versus Chesterton. King Stanley versus Harrow Hill. Rodborough versus Mushet and Colway. Staunton versus Barnwood. Viney versus Lidbrook. And it's Wadden United versus Frampton United Reserves. There is a full set of fixtures in the Stroud, Cheltenham and North Gloss leagues. It is also worth pointing out if you go on 7sport.co.uk and look at the fixtures that in particular the Stroud League and the Cheltenham League, there is cup football. They have their League Cups uh, playing today. So plenty of action to hopefully get out to. Just try and squeeze one more. Try and squeeze one more Saturday before you've got to go do Christmas shopping, before you've got to go do this and that. Just try and squeeze it in for me, okay? Just squeeze this one afternoon where we can all go and watch some football. Next week. Next week we can go... And uh, and do the Christmas shopping. Uh, the women's fixtures on Sunday. Uh, it is Women's FA Cup afternoon for Cheltenham. They host Reading. Uh, Cheltenham versus Reading. Uh, my, uh, my allegiances are, are torn there, but football's going to be the winner on that one. Uh, in the Southwest Regional Premier Division, it's AFC St. Austell Women versus Bristol Rovers. Forest Green, they host Marine Academy Plymouth. And Frampton Rangers versus Puckle Church Sports. In the Northern Division, it's Bitten versus Gloucester City. Bristol Rovers versus, uh, Development versus St. Valia. Mangotsfield United Women versus AK Bocco. Uh, Olverston United host Down End Flyers. And Western Supermare host Poulton Rovers. In the County League, Division 1, Cheltenham Saracens Women versus Civil Service. That is an all Cheltenham derby. Dursley host AK Bocco Reserves. And Whitchurch host Bishops Cleave. Division 2, Bristol Ladies Union versus Abbey Mead. Mangotsfield Reserves versus Down End Flyers Reserves. Red Falcon Club versus South Mead. And Stoke Lane Athletic versus Gloucester City Development. And Division 3, City of Gloucester Women versus Mitchell Dean. Down End Flyers Development versus Bitten Development. Uh, Elwood Ladies versus Winchcombe. Kingswood Women versus Andoversford. And Lydney Town versus University of Bristol. And there is uh, a game in the Gordon Perrett Cup. Down End Flyers Development versus Cheltenham Saracens. I think I may have left that in there by mistake. I'll have to delete that. Uh, but yeah, coming up on the programme, Steve Farr joins us at about 25 past with Harley Price a little bit later on. But before then, here is the preview of the 12 games of Christmas with Dursley... Let me intro that again. But coming up first, the 12 games of Christmas preview with Dursley Town Manager, Carl Nash. Who's the, man, who the manager at the time? Was it Boris at, at that no, point? Boris was, yeah, Boris was the manager and Tim Harris was the director of football, I believe. Oof. Yeah, so Timmy Harris was there, but actually Boris was away that week. So Timmy Harris took the game, set me on, uh, he started me, 
Like I remember in the warm up when I'm going going really well in the warm up, like I, I'm going full tilt in the warm up, thinking I've got to, I've got to, I've got to give it my best shot now. Yeah. I warmed up and I've got molds on, and it is tipping down, tipping down the rain. He's coming, so we, we've done our little chat. I said, Nashi, change them boots. I said, I ain't got them. I said, change them boots. So I've got my brother to run back to the car because my brother and my mum and that was watching. Come up and had a watch. He got some size 11s out of boot. <laughs> I'm size 9. So the studs. I put these things on. They're like flippers on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> they're like flippers on my feet. So anyway, I scored two in about 25 minutes, I think. I think I scored two goals or two nil up, and I'm, I've gone down centre forward, gone down the pipe. I think I had Lee Smith on the one flank. Can't remember it. Maybe Jack Harris on the other wing, maybe. And I'm, I'm in, I'm in this team. We're winning two 0 I've scored both goals. Brilliant for me, loving it. And then um, that was one of like the highlights. I then thought to myself because you always used to come back to, like, say for instance, I had training at Gloucester. I'd come back yeah. to go train at Dursley, but I still had my Gloucester shirt on. You know, cruising about, and they go get loads of grief for it. I still get grief for it now, to this day. You know? And uh, but that was the moment I then thought I could probably do this mm. if I really wanted to. I really could have done it. But then things change. You know, you go down different paths. I had a bit of an apprenticeship at the time. I lost my job as an apprentice plumber, and then I just cho- chose a different route. And then I kind of like went to like the non-league sort of Brimscombe, Slimbridge. Cribs, I went right now that sort of route, and that suited me a bit better than what mm. that higher level sort of stuff did, to be fair. But I mean, I wouldn't have known, I wasn't absolutely to go and try it. But like I said, I went and tried it, it was hard work, don't get me wrong. But now I've, I've made that pathway now to being around like the Hellenic Prem sort of seven league sort of and this well known senior one. I've made lots of friends from it, and that, I yeah, think that's what, that's what you benefit from it the most. That's what I've benefited from the most, having loads of friends in and around the, the football scene, everything. Everywhere you go, I always know someone, and it's uh, rewarding. It's really rewarding. So I think that's the biggest reward out of it all I got from it. What I'm learning about the, the two games you've picked is that you play better when you're unprepared and wear boots that are too big for you. <laughs> well, that, you, you, you say that. It's actually bang on. It's actually bang on. Zero prep. Being a young kid and borrowing someone else's boots. Do you know what now, though? What do you I'm do super, now? Super prepped and I have five pairs of football boots. Is that because you're and a manager I, or is that just because you're a little bit older and wiser? That's now? just me because I'm older and a bit wiser. And you wouldn't believe it how many people come into my changing room saying, mate, you haven't got a shin pad, have you? You haven't got a pair of boots, have you? And I'm thinking, yes, I have. You know, I have. I've got a bag full of kids here. I've got boots over there. I've got shin pads over there. I don't get none of them back. I reckon I've had 30 <laughs> pairs of boots on missing over the course of my career, I tell you. What are, the, what are the youngsters like now compared to, you know, when you were a 16-year-old and, and you know, your, your peers back then? They're, the youngsters now, they're a different breed, they are. They're a different breed. Some of them take it so seriously now, which is incredible to watch. Well, it, they're, uh, they're unbelievable. Like, if they had their chance... 10, 15 years ago, like we did, you'd see a lot more people being at a higher sort of level of football because some of these kids are unbelievable. They've been coached the right way. They've been, they've had all the, all the, everything they've got given, they've 
literally got the best platform to yeah. work on. The college, the universities, the coaching, the level of coaching now has probably gone up tenfold compared to when we were, because, you know, everything's got to be done on a ticket now, and it? All this FA tickets and stuff. And I think, like, back in the day, it was just get yourself in there, get dirty, get three points, just get home. Don't worry about how we're doing it, we're doing it. But now, all these kids are like, you know, like I said, been taught properly, properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're reaping awards from it. Like, you know, we've got some beautiful kids, like 16-year-old kids, like in our under-18 teams tonight we got. They're all coming into the fold now. And they, they, all these kids are playing out at football like I was back in the day at yeah. 16. So I'm hoping in two, three years' time, they're going to have some stories like I'm going to have for Tar. And I generally think they will. I generally think they will. But there'll be more of them. Of course. And obviously, you know, since you've become manager of Dursley, um, it's something that, you know, I've talked about on breakfast shows, on on podcasts, and, you know, Dursley are almost being like the nearly men at the moment. I've se- I mean, yeah. I've seen you play in two finals. Yeah. Um, are there any games in your management career where you've looked at it and thought, you know what, this is this is going how I want it to be. This is, you know, would you rank it as the best game you've managed or, you know, the most complete performance? Are there any games like that at all? Yeah, we've had a few. I mean, going up to when we first started, when we first started back in strike one, that was, that was my six year ago now, I think. I generally thought like every game up to Northern Senior One may sound a bit daft, but every single game at the Northern Senior One, I thought, this is it. We were, we're creating all these steps and all these, doing all these great things. That is what we need to do to get to Northern Senior One. Yeah. And now, being in this in the Senior One and being a um, representable team in the Senior One, I, I now look at it now and I think, this year alone, Last year, all right, there, there were some good teams in there. Like, I, I spoke to Yappy in, uh, a couple of weeks ago, like the Jolfords and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I generally thought they were a couple of players, two or three players, better than what we had. Whereas, if that's a transition thing from my young kids in, learning their little ropes a little bit, getting themselves used to the senior league and then getting themselves yeah. established. But now I generally think this time round, I generally think, this is the one where we can have a real good pop at it. You're listening to Christmas on 7 Sport. That was Wizard. With I wish it could be Christmas every day. And before that, we had Carl Nash's preview on the 12 games of Christmas. That is released in a couple of weeks. In fact, the first episode is next week, the 13th. The 13th of December is episode one in the run-up to Christmas. Every single day we'll have a new episode of the 12 Games of Christmas. We'll start with Tom Webb on the 13th of December. That'll be available on Spotify, Amazon Music, and to listen to on the 7 Sport website. Now, uh, we're going to get Steve Farr on the the programme, Tiffington Rocks manager. Hellenic won Tiffington. Uh, They're doing well, to be fair. Looking at the... The, the table, they're not too far outside the playoffs as it stands from their first 19 games of the league season. Interestingly, never never spoken to Steve before, so this could go one way or the other, really. We never really know how it goes, but we'll get him live on the programme. 
Good morning. Good morning, Steve. Far live on Seven Sport. How are you this morning? Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Thanks for having me. Uh, not a problem. I was just saying there, if you look at the, the Hellenic Div 1 table, Tiverington Rocks, not too far outside the, the playoffs. What have you made of the, the season so far? To be honest, from my perspective, I've been a real surprise um, as to where we are in the league at the minute. Um, obviously, coming into Tiverton, they've had a tough couple of years. The aim was sort of top 10, really, mm. at best. Um, but we sit in a really, really comfortable position. Um, I don't think we'll be fighting relegation anytime soon, um, which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's nice to be able to look up and look towards the playoffs rather than the uh, the trap door. Because obviously with, with the, the league restructuring pretty much yearly at the minute, um, Tiverington were moved back to the, the Hellenic this season. Do you think there's maybe a sense that, that teams have sort of underestimated Tiverington a little bit? Um, potentially, yeah. Um, you mean the, the, the teams are total change from last year uh, since I came in in the summer. Um, a little bit of an overhaul, really. Um, I, I think, to be honest, you mean Tiverton as a club underestimated how strong I think the Hellenic League is. Mm. Um, with a lot of teams in there that we, the playing squad there, played against a lot of the reserve sides that are in there. Um, and how good Gloucestershire and Oxfordshire and sort of Worcestershire, those surrounding areas, the standard of football, I feels a little bit stronger than potentially the, the, the tool station. So I think we are, as a club, underestimated the, the level we were getting ourselves into. Um, so, yeah. And in regards to, to the, that overhaul you mentioned there in, in the summer, it was something that obviously we saw firsthand. Obviously, anyone who's got social media would have seen the, the tweets. You know, social media coverage was very good from, from the club for that. When you arrived at the club, how important was that for you to, you know, do that overhaul and, and most importantly, make sure you get the right people in? Yeah, so so important, really. Um, I think I, I'm, I'm a manager that will always give the existing playing staff and uh, people at the club a, a chance uh, to, to prove themselves. They need to be worth, sort of prove their worth, really. Mm. But you still need players um, and people around you all sing on the same hymn sheet and at the same uh, and at a good standard really to actually compete and that was my my aim once I came in was to was to compete in this league and not just be a walkover mm. so yeah I brought a lot of players in as you, as you probably know you mean my managerial career goes back to Barclay um, I took a lot of players into Barclay um, and a lot of those players came with me um, they weren't originally Barclay players but they sort of followed me around the circuit um, and they came in, they were sort of excited about the challenge at Tiverington to play at a little, little bit higher level. Um, so, yeah, but I brought the right players in. And I, th- I think it's showing that these players that were playing in the Northern Senior, which I think gave them a real good uh, a good grinding mm. um, to earn themselves for, for the Hellenic League, really, um, they, they came in, they hit the ground running. You look at players like... I mean, Kyle Head, mm. um, who I brought in, he hit 26 goals for, for Barkley last season. He's already hit 21 in all competitions already. So he's really thrived at this level. So he's one who's definitely... I brought the goalkeeper in, uh, Pete Dykes, um, who is Barkley through and through, but wanted the opportunity to play at this higher level. Been absolutely excellent. Just been excellent. Uh, in, in, in players like like Kyle, obviously you mentioned there the twenty one goals. I'm looking at the stats now. He's also got eleven assists so far this season. 
Um, yeah. You know, you're talking about players wanting to play at a high level and, and you know, give them a chance. Go back to the summer, you, you're bringing him in. Could you have ever imagined that he'd have the impact that he's had so far? No, not at all. <laughs> this, 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 is a, this, is a band, this is a band of brothers, really. Yeah. Um, I'm very, very lucky that they're, they're all... They're all good friends. These are not players I've brought in individually. This is a this is a group that I'm lucky to have, and I've added to the group rather than having one individual and have to go out and find other individuals to try and mould together. So I've already got that strong group there. But Kyle, he's had he's had a little bit of taste of this level, and I don't think people are taking the chance and giving that the opportunity to have a, a real stretch of game. So he sort of dropped into what would be the, the Bristol District Leagues and that's when I sort of came across him and said, look, let's go to Barclay, let's go and try ourselves in a different league um, uh, and let's, let's find out how you, uh, how you could be against these, these sort of good clubs at this level. Well, hit the ground running there and, and now, again, he's just, he, he's bought into this level, he's bought into the professionalism, he knows you've got to have a certain type of attitude and commitment at this level and, and he's really, really showed that as, as well as a lot of them have. Um, throughout the squad and we have only got one team mm. um, at Tiverington which makes things a little bit difficult when you can only take 16 and you've got 19, 20 players knocking on your door all wanting to be involved so it is a bit of a juggling act but, but yeah I've got a really good quarter Because I was about to say that you know looking at uh, obviously I've got the stats from, from full time here I'm looking at the squad yeah. as a whole you haven't used too many players consistently I'm looking at here you've got you know, 13 players that have made 15 appearances or more um, so far this season. So it does show that, you know, you are getting consistency and availability for for a squad. And I guess the, my question there is, you can see that it's showing that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, I think like I said, the lads are really bought into this league. Mm. It's new, it's exciting. Um, we're going to some nice places and people warn me about the travel. Um, you know, like you said, I mean, I've never managed at this level before. I've been around it, but I've never managed at this level. Um, I thought the travelling was hard enough in the Northern Senior um, for us. I mean, there's, some, there's a couple of uh, journeys in that league and I, I sort of looked at the, the fixtures and sort of sold it to them that, look, it's not going to be any, too much different to what we were doing in the Northern Senior League. Mm. Um, there is obviously a little bit of difference in there. There's a We've got a jaunt today, which is nearly two hours, but the lads are on board with it. They're really, really keen on it. They know that when they're turning up, they're turning up at nice venues, and I think that's what sells it. Um, but they're doing it together. It's, like I said, it's not individuals. This is a group. They're all doing it together, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, which is just fantastic, really. And in regards to you know looking ahead, we talk about the great start that Tiffington have had and and you know you even said there that it's almost beyond your expectations. Have your targets for the season now changed because you've had such a good start? In, in some ways, yes. Um, I think it would be nice, like I said at the start, I mean, it's, it's nice now that we're actually looking upwards. Mm. Our, our sort of target now as a group um, is... Is the playoffs? That would be the that would be the real pinnacle. I mean, unrealistic. Tiverton are are Tiverton. We're a very very small club with very very little resources. Um, we know what we are. We are realistic, and we're we're in there punching with some real big boys. Um, and if we were if we managed to get in there um, and finish top five, I think that would just be a miracle. 
but it's nice to be mentioned by other clubs that different are punching in that direction. Um, top 10 for me would be an absolute a fantastic season for me. Absolutely mm. fantastic. Because then obviously looking ahead uh, in, in the shorter term between now and uh, you know the new year, you look at the fixtures, you obviously mentioned Southern United today, the, the longer of the, the trips, you've then got Morton next weekend and then a run of home games against uh, Sporting Club Inkbarrow, Long Crendon and Kidlington Reserves uh, going into to the new year. How important is it to look to finish 2023 as strong as possible here? Yeah, massive. Um, I think no, I've looked at those fixtures. I could see where we could pick up points. And I think if we can pick up those points and hit the targets, that I'll, I'll be setting the lads um, as in points totals and where we could get some wins. I think we just keep pace. Um, the likes of Shortwood, um, FC Bristol, um, those types of teams that are in there, in and around us. If we can keep pace with them, I think the last five or six games of the season as we, as we come into sort of into March February, March anything can happen anything can happen um, so I think if we can just keep pace over this Christmas period come out the other end still in a relatively good position and within touching distance like I said anything can happen I think I agree with you. I mean, even as you're talking now, I've, I've just switched to the fixtures and you mentioned Shortwood and FC Bristol um, specifically. You actually play them both back to back at the end of February. So yeah. realistically, if you're in amongst it by then, you've got it in your own hands against the two sides that potentially you could be looking up at. So, you know, Tiffington in a, in a great position looking at, looking at it from a, an outsider's perspective, let alone someone who, who's in it. Um, in, yeah. in terms of today then, you know, a longer trip, what kind of game are you expecting? Obviously, we always got to say if it's on because you never know with the weather and the pitches. But say the game's on today, what kind of game are you expecting? This is going to be a real battle. Um, it, as you know, it's, it, it's always difficult when, you, when you've travelled and we've experienced that already. Mm-hmm. Um, this it, it, After the long journey, it's trying to get yourself up, get yourself mo- motivated for, for the game itself. Um, it's a heavy pitch up there. They've had a lot of games called off. Um, which doesn't bode well for today, looking at the weather. Um, but it, this is going to be a real battle. And uh, sometimes it's not all about pretty football and, and, and trying to play the level you're supposedly at. This is about grinding out a result, winning your battles, um, c- creating chances. It's, it's going to be one of those games, a typical December game, where who wants it most is going to be the one who, who's going to get the points. I mean, on paper... We should be favourites to go win that game. I mean, Kyle Head is back in the squad today, mm-hmm. start today, um, after a, a week out. So he's back in. Um, we've got a couple out with illness, which is a which is a little bit of a downer, but we've brought players in now that will fill those gaps. We've got a good enough squad to go out there today and get something. Um, it should be three points, but this league can be cruel, football can be cruel, but I'm, I'm positive that we can get a win up there. And how are you getting ready for the game today? Talk us through your, your pre-game routine on a Saturday morning. Saturday morning, well, I try and clear me out a little bit. I take the take the uh, take the dog out for a, for a walk, um, but you can't help uh, thinking about what, what formation to play, how to play this, how to do this. Um, so football's on the mind constantly. Um, I think it'll definitely be a decent breakfast off the missus, um, get me prepared for the, for the journey and then meet up with the lads at, uh, at the coach and uh, at the M5 uh, towards uh, Southam. 
Perfect. Well, Steve, thanks very much for joining us on the programme today. Obviously, good luck to yourself and Tiverington today and for, for the rest of the season. We'll catch up with you uh, later on in the campaign. Thank you very much, mate. Look forward to that. Cheers. Steve Farley joining us on the programme. Tiverington Rocks, they're away to Southern United this afternoon. Obviously, check social media in case that changes due to postponements as we're sort of slowly seeing on... Um, on Twitter, some of the minor league games being postponed. Uh, Long Hope have their game off in the North Gloss League. Uh, Taverners have also tweeted saying that both of their Stroud League games are off today. Just slowly trickling through. And with the likes of the Hellenic League, uh, Northern Senior and some of the other leagues, they like having the uh, inspections a little bit later than usual. So, as always, it's going to be after... Um, we go off the air, the, the the postponements will come through. But we'll try and keep you up to date in regards to going on. In fact, Evesham United against Polton Rovers, that is off. I jinxed it earlier on by saying it should be okay. Uh, looking at it here, Gloucester Rovers, uh, their game against Trident in the Stroud League is also off. So slowly trickling through already. Uh, so keep an eye on the social media. Um, seven Sport. And also Southwest Sports News, they're very good as well. Ross does a good job at keeping us everyone, keeping us and everybody else up to date with games getting called off. Harley Price is going to be on the programme, but first, a song for, dedicated to you. <laughs> Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. We're getting ready for the Christmas breakup. We're about to break up for Christmas here on Buddies for Breakfast. Remember, we've got a best of season so far program on the 23rd of December, but we've got one more guest to get on for 2023, and it feels fitting. It's going to be HP, Harley Price. Let's get him on. Is he going to be awake? Hi, mate. You okay? Morning, Harley Price. He is awake and he's live on Seven Sport. How are you? Yeah, very good, mate. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Uh, we're going right. to... I haven't even briefed you about the, the interview today. So we're going to obviously talk about football a little bit later on. I always like right. to get the hard-hitting questions in early. Yeah, Harley Price, right. talk me through your Christmas Day dinner. What is on your plate? Oh, mate, that's a great question. So Because um... I know what you're like in regards to... Uh, you know, what teas you like and, and, you know, what meals you like. I'm fascinated to want to know what your Christmas dinner's like and whether it's up there with Ash Caldwell's fry-up. Oh, Ash Caldwell's fry-up, mate, legendary. Um, he's a joke, that boat. Uh, <laughs> I, I ain't anything like Ash um, in many ways. Um, but, yeah, my Christmas meal, mate, I'm actually so bored when it comes to food. Like, I'm, I know there's going to be people hammering me for this, but I'm quite simple. As long as there's pigs in blankets... Roast potatoes, Yorkshire pudding, nice bit of turkey, maybe some stuffing, depends on how I'm feeling. And then as for veg, mate, I could take it or leave it. I was but about to say, you've, not, you've not, not named any veg there, which would, would be a concern. <laughs> nah, I will have veg if I have to. It depends how my looks at me, but maybe <laughs> some parsnips. Parsnips are elite. Um, everything else I could probably leave, but yeah, maybe a couple of carrots just to keep the mum happy, but yeah. Nothing major, mate. Where do you sit on Yorkshire puddings with a Christmas roast? I see that on social media doing the rounds of whether that's acceptable. For me, mate, they're a staple part of a roast dinner, so they have to be there. Uh, regardless of the meat, I know that some people get funny. It's only served <laughs> with certain meats. 
but they can get in the bin. Yeah, it's outrageous, mate. Puddings. Yeah, they have to be there. It's, <laughs> it's unfair if they're not. And let me just shout out a place, actually, for you, mate. If you want to get a nice roast dinner, um, the Fives in Cheltenham on the Bath Road. Um, unbelievable roast dinner. I would definitely recommend to anyone wanting a good roast, the Fives in Cheltenham, Bath Road. We'll have, we'll have to get a sponsorship. We'll have to get an endorsement here. We'll just talk about... I'll just get a guest on every week and we'll just talk about them. Yeah. Well, other pubs are available. I don't know if you're going to say that on the radio. Um, other pub chains are available. But yeah, five all them. Big shout out. Now let's talk about uh, the football, of course. Um, obviously, Wednesday yeah. night, you got a man of the match, uh, not just from myself, but also from uh, from the players in, in the win against Worcester Raiders. You know, first and foremost, how did you feel that you played on a night? Because you must have been buzzing. Yeah, to be fair, mate, I um, I felt like I contributed on the night. I, I it's a bit of a weird one for me getting back into playing after thinking I shouldn't really be playing. Um, wasn't really expecting to do it, but I missed it. And yeah, just being back out there first and foremost is like really, really good. It was a nice feeling just mm. to be getting a couple of minutes here and there. Um, but in previous sort of couple of weeks, I've had to play. We've had shorter numbers or injury suspensions. Um, and yeah, mate, on, on Wednesday, it just seemed to click for me. I've, I played quite well out at uh, Northley the week before, so my confidence was getting there. Um, but yeah, I just find it easy playing with like my mates. It's just so, mm. I don't know. It, there's a lot to be said about playing with your mates. It just relaxes me, and that, that's the sort of character I am. I need to be nice and relaxed and play my best football. So yeah, playing up front with Hughes is really nice. Um, we, we, we joke about Renegade. I think Bowers put something on Twitter the other day about that, but... Me and Hughie have always enjoyed playing football together. Um, quite similar with what we what we both want out of the game, so that's really easy. Um, and yeah, ultimately, mate, just I thought I did well. I thought um, not putting my own trumpet, but I thought I did well. I thought I contributed. I thought there's other players that could have been man of the match as well. By the way, um, what, what a performance from all of us! Um, but yeah, it was good just to be out there contributing. I like how I asked the question. Like I didn't get left home from you, so I knew you were buzzing as well. Yeah, that was a bit wild. Uh, but you mentioned about uh, Jack Hughes there. Um, you know, in your time at Brimscombe, you've played with uh, a number of different forwards. Uh, you talked about the fact that you you know Hughesy from from previous. Yeah. In terms of the link up, is that something you work on, or is it something that's come actually quite naturally to the pair of you? I think naturally, mate. So <clears throat> obviously, playing on Sunday mornings together, the the, the, the level difference is obviously a bit different. Um, yeah, a lot more time and stuff, but fundamentally nothing really changes. So we've got an understanding already. Like we, we speak about it as well. Obviously, we share a car and stuff. But I know that when he plays with me up front, he will want to run off the shoulder, and I can just drop in that pocket. And all I'm looking to do is get on. I'm giving my game plan away. Yeah? But all I'm looking to do is get on that half turn, and I know that he'll make a run for me. Um, and ultimately. I think there's a trust there. If he gives me the ball, he knows he's only lending it me. He gets it back and vice versa. It's, it's one of them. It's, I'm genuinely like happy that he is more of like that guy in the box to score the goal and I'm just more of that link. Mm. Um, I fully trust him to put the ball in the back of the net. I think I've said it to him. I don't think he believes me when I say it, but he's genuinely one of the most natural finishers I've ever played with. Um, so he, I know when he gets a chance, he'll score a goal. And yeah, I just like getting in that pocket. <clears throat> a lot of managers in the past, they put me in that 10 role. Um, I prefer playing up front now. I can be a bit more passive up front with my runs and stuff. But um, yeah, dropping off the back line into the pocket and getting on the half turn is something that we talk about. Yeah. He knows he doesn't have to do it as much. And I think it gives him the freedom to make the runs that he actually enjoys making, which is actually in behind the back line rather than coming short. Although he can do that. Um, I 
think he's better off the shoulder. And you mentioned as well about you know returning to football after you know time out, obviously injury as well. Uh, in the week, Brimscombe were able to welcome back John T. Welsh to get some crucial minutes off the bench. You know how important is a player like that in the midfield for for Brimscombe? Oh, he's massive. I mean, the lads that I played in there in Johnny's absence have done really, really well. Um, we're asking lads to go in there. That maybe it's not their favourite position. <clears throat> Josh Jones, we call him Baz, the barrel. Um, he's been brilliant in there when he's glad to go in there. Brems has done really, really well. Um, Dean Turner's on fire this year, like we were talking yeah. the other day about it. And he's, for me, he's been our standout player this year. Just adding, going forward to his game and... Yeah, if you'd done it, I said to him jokingly the other day, if you'd done that 10 years ago, he could have played a lot higher. Like, he might have even been a pro player. Because he, he's just, that cross he did for me the other night was a joke. Um, so adding that to his game has been a massive plus for us. But yeah, John E is, is a key, key player for us. And I, I said to him the other day, uh, message him after the game, like, I'm so happy for him to be back playing. I think yeah. he was quite worried about the injury at first. It, it was sort of touch and go. Well, he, he initially thought that he was out for the season, didn't he? So to, to yeah, not, yeah. not only you know only really miss the first half of the season, it's always a bonus there. Yeah, I mean, when he rang me, it, it was quite a bad diagnosis, the first one he had. Um, but luckily for him, it was sort of um, misread, you know, second opinion, which gave him the all clear. So, yeah, it, it didn't look great at first, but... Um, he did. He did everything right. He's waited. He's been patient, um, and I think he is ready now. I think a couple of weeks ago, I was sort of urging him to just get some minutes, but he wasn't quite ready. Um, and he's done the right thing. He, he waited until he knew he was ready, and yeah, 15 minutes off the bench before he obviously put himself about. And his quality will shine through. I think that's a couple of games back playing. Um, yeah, he, he'll be a key key player for us, and it's great to see him back. He's one of my best mates at the club, so yeah, I'm buzzing for him. And one of the things we spoke about on, on the way home, I'm not going to name drop, but in the car was you, me, and Jack Hughes. What a car! And um, yeah, car. We, we were talking about you know the fact that you played Raiders in the week in the cup, and now you're playing them in the league just a few days later. You know how important you were talking about it at the time, but how important is it to make sure you go into today almost on a clean slate, almost as if Wednesday didn't happen? Yeah, it has to be. It really has to be. I remember three or four weeks ago we played Lads Club away. Um, we beat them 7-0 in the cup and then we played them two weeks later at home in the league um, and I imagine the team talk will be very similar today just forget about what happened like yes we played well the other night take confidence from that but don't be don't be complacent like Worcester Raiders are a fantastic team they've got some really really good individual players and yeah anything can happen in football I mean 4-1 on the night was fair but it's no reflection on um, them being a bad side overnight they'll come back today they're on their home pitch it'll be so different today for us and for them I mean we play better normally I'm going to jinx us now but we play better normally on the 4G mm. so hopefully we can express ourselves a little bit more but ultimately we know they will as well so yeah it's not even for me anyway I'll be telling the lads my opinion but like I, I'm not even thinking about the other night that's, that's irrelevant it's gone um, that happened on that night anything can happen today so yeah we need to remove it from our brains really mate and you know one of the things that, that, that I wanted to talk to you about as well obviously uh, we did a post about it and people sort of asked me since uh, you know the intention was you know you were looking at going to New Zealand and, and you weren't quite sure when you were going to come back and, and you know if you were going to come back at all at one point um, yeah, yeah. just obviously for, for those listening and, and for those you know within local football that, that, that have an interest 
you've obviously made the decision to, to come back. What's your targets now between now and the end of the season? Um, you know, have you thought about it or, or, or not so much? Yeah, so to be fair, um, I had a message from Ollie Barnes the other day <laughs> after Wednesday night and he said, oh, 30 by the end of the season um, for, for me as a target and I said he needs to settle down. Um, I take half of that. But yeah, New Zealand was a was a funny one really. I booked it at a time where uh, it was the right thing for me to do at that time when I booked it um, and then in the period between me actually going and getting there, a lot changed in my life <clears throat> and football was a massive part of that. It was sort of... I wasn't really meant to be playing and I just thought, oh, if I'm going to New Zealand, it doesn't really matter if the knee's sore, I'll just play until I go. And then the knee sort of touched wood, like it's been playing up a little bit this week, but um, it's been fine. So I was, I left and I was like, oh, I just started enjoying my football again. I was seeing all my mates and it was, yeah, it's one of those times where once I got out there, it's sort of like, oh, actually, back home wasn't so bad after all. Um, so yeah, that's why I came back. But yeah, for me, with regards to footy, I've, I've actually got to see the surgeon on the 18th of January. Um, so the plan is to play up until then. Um, I'll have a chat with him. Hopefully I'll just say, give me an operation date. But I'm hoping that'll be summertime um, where I can have my operation. Um, so hopefully get through this whole season. I think for me, mate, like I really, really want to win some silverware. The league's obviously, for me, it's gone, obviously. Like, there's some really good sides in that league. Uh, but in the league, I'd like to finish as close to the playoffs as possible, um, given as an outside shout. I mean, the players like Johnny and myself coming back into it, the great squad we've already got, I just feel like if we can put a run together, we might have an outside chance. That's the optimism in me. Um, but yeah, I would like to personally just score maybe 20 goals. It's a bit optimistic. But if I can get through that and we win a silver, win silverware, um, yeah, mate, what a season that'll be. Perfect. Now, talk us through your, your morning. What, what, what are you having for breakfast, mate? What's the plans? Oh, I'm standard every week. Same every week, mate. No messing. Um, picked up some lovely, um, I think it's called, what's it called? Like seeded bloomer last night from Tesco. Shout out Tesco. Other <laughs> shops are available. I went to Tesco, got that. Some scrambled eggs and beans on top of that, mate, will be me. Um, maybe a little smoothie. You're after and, this yeah, brand deal, aren't you? Tesco. Say again. You're after a brand deal. Tesco. The pub, yep. whatever brands are you are yep. you wanting for, you can name drop them now. It's fine. Uh, Nike, Nike would be a good one, um, please. And what else do I want? <laughs> nah, sitting there, I won't be greedy. But yeah, Tesco is my go-to shop, mate. <laughs> that little bloomer you, bread, you can't eat it. You get a good discount on your club card, have you? Oh, mate, last night, little shout out again. Um, a box of Heroes, three eighty-nine with your club card discount. That is outrageous. You're talking a big box and or a small box? Yeah, the tub, the circular tub. Unreal. So I picked up one of them. No messing. Had what, four or five of them. What's your, what's, when, you, when you open the tub of Heroes, what are you going for straight away? Heroes, right. So we're going... <coughs> one second, let me go get the box because I forgot what's in there. I'm going to have to do this. Uh, in, in order. Let's go. So if I'm picking it up, I'm probably going crunchy bits first. That's, that's not a bad one at all. Um... Then I'm going solid dairy milk block. Then I'm going dairy milk caramel. Then I'm going for the twirl mm-hmm. and the whisper. Then, oh, this is tough now. Going to the scraps. The cream egg twisted is next. Then the dinky decker. Then the fudge. And then the clairs, mate. They can get dashed because <laughs> they are garbage. Problem you got there, mate. You've left the fudge too, too, too late. So by the time you've got to the fudge, mate, I've eaten them all, so it's fine. 
It's gone. <laughs> that's, that's my go-to. That, that is literally, I'll dive in, see the fudge, I'm all over that. But there we go. So, but yeah, if anyone wants to declare, just give me a shout. <laughs> uh, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll save them for you. You've got to take them into the boys today and just be like, lads, if we win today, <laughs> these are yours. No questions these asked. Yeah, no mess <laughs> Well, Harley, thank you very much, mate, for joining us on the programme. We'll let you crack on and, and get your breakfast ready and, and obviously good luck today. And uh, we you, are mate. glad that you are back in Gloucestershire and hopefully scoring goals week upon week. Appreciate that, mate. Oh, and also shout out um, to Brad Martin. I hope he uh, makes a full recovery last time on news last night. Um, yeah. If he's listening, which I doubt he is, but yeah, I hope he has a full recovery. That's, Brad yeah, Martin not, doesn't not listen to sure. Seven Sport. What are you talking about, man? Wow. He can play it back. Shout out to him. That's, yeah, that's a nice one. Got a lot of respect for Brad. Great player. So, and obviously sad for you, mate, because he's your favourite player. So, wow. Um, hope you're feeling okay. I'm okay, mate. I'm, I've kept myself together. I've had you on the yeah. programme this morning as well. You know, life's good. Yeah. As long as the game's not called off today and I can get to a game of football, we're all good. Life's good, mate. Happy days. Cheers. Mate. Harley Price then. Join us on the programme and we'll see you soon, mate. Harley Price on the programme. Brimscombe and Frapp away to Worcester Raiders this afternoon. And that is us done. That is us done for the live shows of 2023. As I said, we've got a best of uh, the season so far montage kind of episode that will be going out on the 23rd of December to keep you going on the Saturday before Christmas. Will that Harley Price chat make it in there? It definitely will because it was Christmas related. Uh, reminder, 7sport.co.uk for all of the latest goings on in and around non-league and grassroots football in Gloucestershire. And a shout out to SoFab Sports, the sponsor of our broadcast, sofabsports.co.uk. And when you're at the online checkout, 7sport20 for 20% off this Christmas and all year round. See you in 2024. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk.